morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are now listening to You Betcha, hosted by me, Charlie, and my good friend and co-host of this show, Jack Howard. How are you doing? Brand new me. You're still here. Never missed. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just had knee surgery three days ago, but we're still here to talk ball. Um, look, the Chiefs need a guy to spy Lamar. So Andy came out and said, hey, man, I need you. So I fixed the tendons. Hopefully they'll be good by Sunday. Yeah, no, I mean, it happens. He had an interesting week. Um, I want to say it was all pretty much um, just straight, straight win. Not straight wins. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Uh, but we did have a really good weekend of football. I think the divisional round of football is probably the best quality football with the amount of football you get. Yeah. Um, you, you always get a couple of who's daisies, I guess. Uh, but pretty much every game outside of the Baltimore game was close. Um, and even then, uh, that was close until the like third quarter. So, yeah. Um, Jack, I don't know if you want to lead him off with your record. I mean, obviously, the plays you gave this past week weren't the greatest, but your prop, <laughs> player props did. Hey, so no, I mean, what I said was spot on. So, what I said was the health discrepancies would be the difference in games, which is why I predicted the Chiefs with the upset and every other game. I mean, I picked the winner. Uh, and yes, I, I picked the slow starts for both the one seeds. I have a list of like things I picked right, yet I still only went two and six because I had a ton of one point losses. Um, so yeah, the Houston under and Tampa cover were both one point losses. Uh, shout out Justin Tucker for nailing that at the end. Um, in Tampa, missing that two-point conversion. Um, Kansas City and Buffalo chess match, where it would be running the ball, caught it. Detroit, for the most part, not being able to run the ball, caught it. They broke off a couple late in the game, but Tampa passed all over Detroit, so those props were great. Green Bay exposed San Fran secondary, like I said they would. They were slipping all over the field, partly rain, partly they're injured. And then Baltimore did struggle, like I said, to score right away. And I also said that Stroud would have a problem, and he sure did. And that's why prop bet-wise, I went eight for nine after last week going six for six. So <laughs> that's ridiculous. I did go two for six on the games, but, I mean, our reads are still – my reads are still spot on when it comes to what happens. It's just a matter of the line being off by a couple. But, you know, womp womp, it happens. Some of that is just when you place your bet. I mean, yeah, um, I know I betted the over in the Ravens game. Um uh, I think it was 44 even, so that pushed for me. Uh, but in my notes, I had the over at 43 and a half. So I mean, yeah. that's even a half. It's even a half a point. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I had a pretty good week. I went five and three. Uh, the only game I actually went over in uh, was the Bucks uh, Lions. It sounds the Buccaneers. I hate saying Bucks in football. It just feels so weird. Yeah. Um, the under was – it looked honestly looked really good going into that uh, middle of the third quarter and then just defense went away. Uh, and like I said, the only reason why I betted buck six and a half, which I did not believe in, uh, was because I think if – like I said, every time I betted on the Bucks to either win or lose, the opposite happened. Uh, and it it happened again this past week. So, yeah, so with that right. being said, uh, went five and three. I think I nailed the Chiefs game perfectly. Yes, I know I did say the Bills are going to win that game, but the Chiefs are still going to cover. Um, and honestly, the other one I'm really pissed about is the Packers game. Uh, yes, I hit the cover with that, but I feel like that over should have been a lock. I mean, Anders Carlson makes that field goal. You're looking at a 
Um, 24 to 24 game going into overtime with the line at 50 and a half. That's almost a guaranteed unless there's a safety, which if that happens. Oh, well, you just say Dan, this sucks, yeah. but um, Jack, I don't know. Let's uh, let's get into the AFC championship. Um, hey, real quick, was- um, little breaking news. So Bill Belichick will not be the head coach of Atlanta. It's going to be Raheem Morris out of LA, the DC. How do you feel about that? I mean, I just feel like Bill Belichick is going to probably be a DC somewhere, which is, I think, even scarier than him just being a head coach. I think he's going to be GM. I think yeah. he's going to be like, yeah, I think he's going to have GM control or player control. Uh, I think, I think, yeah. But no, I mean, I think it's a good hire. I mean, usually you think about how many offensive weapons that the Falcons have that you're like, oh, people are going to get Ben Johnson, which. I think Bill Belichick could still go to Washington and Seattle. I think those are the only two open left. No, Washington hired Ben Johnson, I think, uh, out of Detroit. I'm pretty sure it's official. I could be wrong, though. Uh, I don't think like it's – I mean, he's still on the Lions, but, you know, I I think once – as soon as they lose, which I think will be this weekend, you'll – he'll be in Washington by Monday. So. Uh, no, but I think it's a good hire. I mean, they have a really good defense. Uh, I mean, all they really are is a quarterback away from owning that division with the offensive and defensive weapons they have. Yep. So I think it's a good move. I mean, he comes from the Sean McVay coaching tree, and yep. obviously that hasn't really missed because the Sean McVay tree comes from the Shanahan tree, which we all know about that. So, no, I think we it's need good to, move. We need to talk offseason at some point, in some future with Zach or us. We need to talk offseason and draft for sure. But, Definitely. Um, yeah. I honestly think for the Super Bowl, we'll do a combined episode of You Betcha and Chuck Talk. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let's get into the AFC Championship. Uh, obviously, a tale that is getting tired of saying uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, going into Baltimore. Baltimore are four point favorites with an over under of 44 and a half. I'll go straight out and say it. I love the over in this game. Um, with some of the injuries yep. that the Chiefs picked up on that defense, I think it was evident that Josh Allen was really trying to attack that because they shied away from the run. I mean, James Cook, I think, had – I mean, I was listening to the game on the radio driving back from the beach, uh, and I think James. it sounded like James Cook was averaging six yards a carry uh, in the first half. I mean, every time they were like, James Cook gets the handoff second and four, second and four. Um, I So I do love the over in this game. With just how high powered that Baltimore offense is, I mean, you still saw him put up what thirty-one points, thirty-four points last week. Yeah, uh, and Kansas City still looked pretty good in the cold weather. Uh, it's gonna be a little warmer. It's actually gonna be their warmest game of the year in the playoffs, which is kind of funny because I don't think it's gonna be any higher than forty, fifty degrees. But yeah, no, um, I feel like you have to take. People are going to say take Kansas City, Jack, right? Because it's Patrick Holmes. Don't bet against Patrick Holmes in the playoffs. But what is one thing that we both believe in, Jack? The you NFL believe in rigged. trends. Uh, yes. Which is, don't you think that's why Taylor Swift would want to, they want Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl? You see, I, I'm more of a Stavi guy. I want Stavi in the Super Bowl. I don't know if you know who <laughs> Stavi is. No. Um, he's a comedian. He does all these funny videos for the Ravens before they, they play. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and take Baltimore minus four. Um, and then I'm going to take the over. Uh, I feel like we, we can't really have locks. I mean, we only have four picks this week. Yeah. Um, during, we have some player props that we'll throw in at the end, unless you want to throw those in in the middle. 
it'll it, it, they kind of bleed in. They kind of bleed in, okay. like especially right here. So I also am going to take the over. So we can call that our lock of the week. I do. I'm going to do exactly what you said. Kansas City plus three and a half. Like, come on, bro. You talk about Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. I'm treating Patrick Mahomes the same way I treated Brady, where I'm never going to bet against him. So the Chiefs we talked about last week had a 93% health. This week they got banged up. Willie Gay, Joe Thune, and Mike Edwards are hurt. This is huge because Thune is huge on the inside where Baltimore's defensive line is really nice. And, you know, as we talked about, they weren't able to run. Houston wasn't going to be able to run the ball or throw the ball. But uh, Willie Gay is their spy. So they now don't have anyone to spy Lamar. If they were going to have anyone, it would be Mike Edwards, but he's also hurt. So my first player prop is going to be Lamar rushing guards. It's at like 62 and a half. Whatever it is, just hammer the over, man. He, he's going to go crazy, probably another 100-yard game. Uh, that kind of goes with the over. Andrews and Humphreys are back. Uh, so like I said, Casey is now at the disadvantage. However, I, I mean, we know who has the playoff success. I'm not betting against Mahomes. Like I said, Lamar rushing guards, maybe a t- rushing touchdown if you like. But I like rushing guards more. I think he breaks one long one, like a 50-yarder, and that just kind of like it's pretty easy to hit from then on. But I think Casey will find a way to win offensively. And with them covering three and a half, it's actually a plus four right now. So, you know, hammer that, I guess, or buy the half point for four and a half. But I like three and a half, and they can't win this game without hitting the over. I just think they find a way because I think Baltimore will be able to run the ball. But like we talked about last week early on, I don't think they'll find a way to get going passing it, especially with Casey's secondary. Mike's out, but their corners are nice. McDuffie's a first-team All-Pro. I do like Kansas City to cover, and I like the over. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know if you really paid attention to this, but I saw it in a lot of highlights. Um, late in the fourth quarter, uh, when it was really mainly the entire fourth quarter, um, when the Chiefs were getting all those stops, they did something honestly impressive with Chris Jones, Jack. Um, obviously the listeners, you know, he's a, a defensive tackle. Well, they were putting him out on the edge and he was winning every rep he took when he was taking rushes off the edge. Um, I'll give yep. you my player props. I, I feel like Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals. Uh, Baltimore has a really good defense. I do think they'll have the ability to get down into the red zone. I mean, they showed it last week. Um, and I feel like Bucker is honestly one of the most slept on kickers in the league. Yeah, I, I feel like every time I watch him, he makes a field goal, um, which is going to come back to bite me now. Um, I'm also going to take Lamar over 64 and a half yards. Um, I already have a $25 bet on him in that free McCaffrey square. Um, the 25 to win 75. And then the last prop I have from this game, it didn't hit last week, which I was upset about. Um, but it's just something about Mahomes in the playoffs. Over 26 and a half rushing yards. I mean, he had... 24 on one rush last week. So I really like that line. I feel like Mahomes in the playoffs run a lot, especially like you said, Joe Thune's going to be out. Um, and that Ravens pass rush is pretty damn good. I mean, their entire defense yeah. is good. So, I mean, I would either take Mahomes over on rushing yards or Pacheco on rushing yards. The only thing that scares me is how good Baltimore's run defense is. So, yeah, I got, I got a Baltimore offensive. It's not like a surprise that you'll see in my prop bet. But the second game we have are the Detroit Lions 
uh, who have uh, now made a conference. They went 0-16 and made a conference championship before my Dallas Cowboys are at San Francisco, seven-point underdogs, total of 50.5. I love the over. Anytime Detroit's in the game, I'm taking the over. Even if they lose this game, San Fran's probably going to run all over their defense. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit plus seven and a half just because I, I can't I can't say minus six and a half for a team because you never know. Detroit's gritty. They're like that. But caution, I'm not conf- I'm not super confident in the plus seven and a half. We've seen it before with Detroit or other teams. You know, they celebrate. They haven't been to this part like, in the playoffs ever. And, you know, they good on them. Like, that's awesome. But little out of their depth, get their doors blown off by a team that deserves to be in the Super Bowl. Not that Detroit doesn't, but that could happen. But I'm going to take Detroit plus seven and a half. Debo should be playing. San Fran's D-line's healthier than the Lions' O-line. Lions will be taken in the air. I got some player props for that. Um, I also, just to kind of spoil one of them, like Montgomery under. He had 33 yards on 10 carries last week, and as long as 11. He is set at 44 and a half this week. They're not going to be able to run in between those guards because of the fact that Ragno's still injured and beat up. I don't know if he's playing or not. It's not official, but he's still beat up. And they might find success on stretches and outside zones or whatnot, but I just don't see Montgomery hitting 44 and a half rushing. So hammer that under, man. Yeah. So I again I agree with one of your picks, so I guess it could be our other lock. Um I'm gonna take San Fran minus seven. I feel like this is, I feel like every few years, uh, specifically, if you look back to what I remember, I believe it was 2009 when the Jets, I think they got blown out uh, on the road against uh, Peyton Manning and the Colts in 09. And I think there's a lot of similarities, a young offense um, outside of Jared Goff. It's still a young offense. Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, um, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, he's only in his third year. I mean, you're talking about three players who have combined five years of experience. Um, yes, they have won two games in the playoffs, which is impressive. But don't forget, both those games were at home. And honestly, both those games were within one one score. Uh, last week, San Fran did look a little shaky. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't look great. I thought he almost was about to get benched, if I'm being honest. He, he didn't play bad, but he just did not play great. Um, so, yeah, I'm also going to take the over. Lions game has to take the over just – because I still don't think their defense is that good. Um, I mean, they allowed 23 points to uh, Baker Mayfield, which, yes, he looked great. Um, so I'll just give you my player props. I have four. Um, obviously, one of them you can't use if you're using your protected play, if you play prize picks. Um, I'm going to take Aiden Hutchinson over 0.75 sacks. Um, he has three in his last uh, two appearances in the playoffs. Uh, he's really heating up. I mean, this is a poised kid from Michigan who wants his team to win probably more than anybody else who can put on a jersey. Obviously, Dan Campbell wants to win more than anybody. Yeah. Uh, next one uh, is going to be George Kittle over four and a half receptions. Uh, I do. Yes, you said Debo is back, but if I'm being honest, I love Debo Samuel to death. Jack, you know that more than anybody. Um, you can't trust him to stay healthy. Yeah. He. Probably, he's probably going to come out shaky, probably going to get hit hard. Uh, they'll probably line him up at running back. He'll get hit hard. He'll probably sit out for a little bit. 
Um, and plus, I feel like George Kittle is almost like a safety blanket. That's what a tight end is to most quarterbacks. Um, next one, for so the one I'm going to use in my, my parlay, my protected play, Jared Goff over one and a half rushing yards. Um, as long as she doesn't have to take a knee in this game, I almost want to say it's a lock. Uh, I mean, all you need is a Nick Bosa rush where he steps up in the pocket and runs for two yards, and it hits. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, this is the naughty place. You can't put it on your protected play. Uh, it is Sam Laporta over half a rushing slash receiving touchdown. Uh, he is due. He hasn't scored in two or three weeks, which I feel like is rare because I feel like every week in the NFL, every other week he scored a touchdown. At least that's what yeah. it feels like. So that's those are my player props. Those are my plays for the week. Um, I'll just say mine again, San Fran minus seven and then over 50 and a half. Yeah. I uh, love those. Also, my mic, I definitely just switched it. So folks at home in a different environment after having the surgery. So uh, it's a lot louder because of some dogs, you know. So I switched the mic. Uh, so I'm going to sound a little crappier, but the noise is going to cancel out. Um, I like what you said about Purdy, by the way. He Because here's the thing with him is he played like trash for three quarters. And then when it mattered most, was able to drive down, be clutch, et cetera. And that's what's going to keep him starting next year because that's what people are going to remember. Um, but, I, yeah, man, like the way he was able to uh, really figure it out and drive down after all that was impressive as hell. Now to the prop bets, I love Laporta, but receiving yards. 48 and a half. San Fran allows the seventh most of the tight ends. They're still beating up on that uh, backside of their secondary. If Musgraves can have a hell of a game, not saying he's bad. Uh, Musgraves is a nice option, but imagine what Sam Laporta can do, who's the top four tight end in my opinion. Second of all, I got Lamar rushing guard. Already talked about it. No QB spy. I think they'll struggle in the air, so I see him getting a lot of touches, maybe 10 or so carries. I like over on rushing. We talked about under on Montgomery rushing yards. Make sure we do Montgomery, man. You never know if Jameer's going to break an outside zone loose. Uh, Chase Young isn't the best in the run game. We saw that actually on the pitch to Aaron Jones. I believe it was a pitch to the left side. It was Chase Young who was got dug out by uh, Ayuk, I believe, and or not Ayuk. What am I talking about? Um, who got dug out by Christian Watson, I believe, for that pitch to the left side on Chase Young's side. You never know who's going to break one loose when it comes to that. Um, so Montgomery under. I love Kelsey over. It's currently 62 and a half receiving yards. And the Ravens are right behind San Fran at the eighth most yards allowed to a tight end this year. Additionally, Humphrey will be back. I don't know if it's going to be him or Hamilton. Either or, I like 62 and a half receiving yards more than six catches, which are his, excuse me, his reception prediction, because he had five for 75 last week. And I just, I see him being that target for Mahomes, man. I see them finding a way, and he's going to hit that if they find a way. So over 62 and a half receiving yards. I also like field goals in the Chiefs-Ravens game, but I like the I like the DMB boy. I like Tucker. I think over one and a half. If Baltimore struggles through the air, then I think they'll have a lot of opportunities to kick some field goals. So I'm taking Justin Tucker over a field goal and a half. My sixth one is McCaffrey over fantasy score. It was between this and receptions, but I think he scores two touchdowns. And because Detroit's defense is, you know, not the best. 
We've been over that the past couple of weeks. I think he'll score at least two, so that's 12 points. So, okay, he's at 22.5 fantasy, 23, whatever. He needs 11 more. He's going to have 70 yards rushing. He's going to have five or so catches. Uh, even if he only scores one touchdown, he might have enough yards and catches to, you know, still be over that. So Yeah, that, that line, I think it was also 23.5 in his stat line. I mean, it, it crushed it. I think he had 31 fantasy points last week. So Yeah. So those are my six, and those are my reasons. And I know that, uh, you know, you guys might be like, well, what the hell? Like, why? Man, I am <laughs> – I'm, what, 14 for 15 the past two weeks, and the luck's due to run out. But uh, this is the same way I went against them, not overthinking data-wise, but just using data and observations. And I love our props. And but vibes. Were, yeah, props and vibes, man. And if I were to hammer one, it would be Montgomery under. I don't see him being a factor in this game at all, man. Especially they're going to get down early. Um, like I said, I, I did take Detroit to cover, but this – no, I flip it. I flip it. I'm taking San Fran to cover six and a half. I'm staying with you. I I just really like you. I could see this being a blowout, and that's why I was cautious to it before. I gave every reason to be cautious, and yet I still chose Detroit plus seven and a half, so let me take San Fran minus six and a half. I'm literally – it makes more sense for my don't argument. F- don't forget to update that. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. About the. Um, yeah. Let me just run through mine real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, again, Butker over one and a half field goals made. Um, clutch kicker in the postseason. I still think it's going to be a pretty close game. Uh, Mahomes over twenty six and a half rushing yards. Mahomes loves to run the ball. Loves to get those extra yards. Um, especially uh, he does that little. His arms are long. When he runs, he'll just stick the arm out an extra yard and a half. Um, Aiden Hutchinson over basically Aiden Hutchinson to record a sack. Um, like I said, three in his last two games in the playoffs. And I think even if you count that last game of the season, I think he has five in his last three. Um, Lamar over 64 and a half yards. Me and Jack both love that, which is not great because sometimes we tail it, tail both the same pick. It doesn't hit, but you never know. Uh, Kittle over four and a half catches and Jared Goff over one and a half rushing yards. Literally all it takes is the pocket to collapse, nobody open, he runs forward. Um, and the special one, Laporta, uh, to record a touchdown. So I love it. I love it. I think we're cooking, man. I do. I think we're cooking this week. Yeah, but uh, I'll be post. I'll, I 1,000% will be posting our player props um, on Chuck Talk underscore. Um, don't forget to download Taylor Picks. Be responsible with your money. Um don't do anything stupid with it. Like we, we honestly are responsible with how we gamble. Um, but yeah, now. thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of you betcha. Uh, next episode should be the Super Bowl, So it's going to be a little joint episode, but yeah, thank you for tuning in and God bless.